Well, hello, everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, we are receiving an incredible number of inquiries and questions and emails from people asking what happened in Phoenix on June the 26th. You asked us to pray. You asked us to keep it in your mind. What's been happening? Our intention has been always to come back and report to you and let you know and, I, and we recorded last week, the entire production team got together because when we record, uh, it's not just me, but an entire crew. And they all got together and there was a problem with the recording. So we came together again on Sunday and we repeated the entire thing. And uh, that has now been sent out to everybody who said they would pray. Everyone who said they would pray. Now, if you happen to have missed it, if you've happened to have missed it, you didn't receive it, go to this address on the screen and the recording of and report on what happened in Phoenix is there. Subsequent to this, many other people who've been finding out that something took place have been asking as well. You can go there as well. People who were present when we recorded on Sunday uh, found it very powerful and many people found it very, very emotional, which is what you can see from the comments that people have sent in. I want to thank all of those who have prayed. I want to thank all of those who have commented. And you can comment below. People have sent in emails as well. I'd encourage you to watch it. I believe that there's something on my heart. I believe that God has put there. And it's really pertinent to today's scripture that we want to have a look at. So go to that address and you will find it. Yesterday, I read from the book of Acts from chapter 20, verses 22 and verses 23. And I want to stay in this couple of verses today as well. But I want to read it to you from a few different translations because I want us to pick up on something. Yesterday, we talked about that sense of compulsion, captivity. I have to. Let's have a read of it from a few different translations, which I have. From the NRSV translation, it says, And now as a captive to the Spirit, I'm on my way to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit testifies to me in every city that imprisonment and persecutions are awaiting. Now, Justin, if you would just circle for me, if you would just circle for me, except the Holy Spirit testifies to me. Just circle that for me. In the NIV translation, it says this, And now compelled by the Spirit, I'm going to Jerusalem not knowing what will happen to me. I only know that in every city, the Holy Spirit warns me, just highlight that for me, the Holy Spirit warns me, that prison and hardships are facing me. The ESV translation says it this way, And now behold, I'm going to Jerusalem, constrained by the Spirit, not knowing what will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit testifies to me, it's the same as the NRSV, highlight that, in every city, that imprisonment and afflictions await me. And then in the New Jerusalem Bible, it says this, And now you see me on my way to Jerusalem in captivity to the Spirit. I have no idea what will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit in town after town has made it clear to me. Highlight that, has made it clear to me that imprisonment and persecutions await me. Now, Justin, if you will bring for me onto one screen, the Holy Spirit testifies, the Holy Spirit warns me and has made it clear to me, has made it clear to me. If you can put all of those onto one screen for me. Now, what Paul is saying is this, he's that he's 
captivated, he's compelled, uh, that he, he has to go. It's clear in him that as the Spirit works, as the Holy Spirit works in his life, that conviction comes. This is what I must do, right? This is what I must do. And we talked about that yesterday, that the Holy Spirit guides and leads us and shows us. And then it says that the Holy Spirit testifies, the Holy Spirit warns me, the Holy Spirit uh, has made it clear to me what? That imprisonment and persecution waits me. That uh, a prison, imprisonment and affliction waits me. That prison and hardship awaits me. That imprisonment and persecution awaits me. That, that what he's saying is, I know I have to do this. And the Holy Spirit has told me what is going to occur. Right? And what's going to occur is that persecution and suffering and hardship is going to come to me. Now, I don't know that God is saying to us when the Holy Spirit comes into our lives that these things will happen to us. But Paul is saying, as I live my life, as I follow after God in my life, what, what it means is that the Holy Spirit is saying to me, as I step and walk in the direction that he's calling me to, that, he, but that what's being revealed to me is this is what I face. Now, when I talk to people about their lives and I talk to people about the circumstances they're in and the direction they're going, many people will say to you, people of prayer, people who are trying to walk in the Holy Spirit, will, will say, I know this is where I got to go and I think this is what awaits me. This is what my future will be. This is where I am. Now, now you never know for sure because it's always when you arrive, but it's that sense of conviction. And, and I want to say this very simply is this. There are some of you that God wants to speak to you and he's, and he's going to compel you. You're going to feel captive towards something, that, something you can't get out of that you must do. And the Holy Spirit is at work revealing to you what you need to do. I have, a, I have a friend of mine, a good friend of mine that I have a lot of respect for. And he was telling me about his business a few, some months ago and how there was an opportunity to, to expand his business where he was. And, 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 he, and he had a sense of that's what he wanted to do. But he also had this sense that if God doesn't want me to do it, he will, look at, will work out and things will be okay. And so he had this sense of, I'm asking the Holy Spirit to lead me. I'm asking the Holy Spirit to guide me. And, and I feel this is the direction I need to go. But there's limits to what I will do. And, and, and I'm trusting that the Holy Spirit reveals to me the future. And then I met with him a little while later and, and I asked him how things had worked out. And he said to me, I'm so pleased that what I had wanted didn't occur because the Holy Spirit has brought us to a different place and that there is better and more coming. And that's really what the function of the Holy Spirit is, is that we don't have certainty sometimes about the things that we must do, but we have this sense of, I, I feel compelled, I need to try, I need to trust, I am captive to what God wants me to do, and I'm going to allow God to lead me through that. And, and that's where the Holy Spirit can be applied into our lives. That sometimes we can feel very, I must do this, and I know, and I feel that's what the result would be. Other times it is, I feel I'm meant to walk in this direction and I'm saying to God, God, you lead and you guide me. And my conviction, my compulsion is what I'm captive to is what you bring about is what I want for me. So there's two different, two different things. I feel this is what I should do and this is what I, I believe the Holy Spirit is saying to me. I'm saying to the Holy Spirit, I want to walk in your way. I'm captive to you. Now you guide me along the way. 
our whole life, in our, in our businesses, in our family life, in our relationships, are meant to live with that sense of being captive to the Spirit and the Spirit revealing and showing and us resting in the Spirit as the Spirit guides us. Uh, it's, not a, it's not a question of just go to church on Sunday and say your prayers. It's about every day living with that sense of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And then when we go to church and we get super filled in church, when we're in the presence of God in church, that we get filled in order that we can go out and continue to live that powerful spirit-led life in our life. I'm going to say more about it again tomorrow. Loving Father, I just praise you and adore you. I glorify you and honor you because you're good. Bless us today. Allow us to experience your presence today. Lord, I want to thank you for all the people who have sent messages to me about the, about the meetings in, in, in Phoenix, about the prayer. And I pray, Lord, that this message that, I, that, that I, I sensed your spirit all around would touch the lives of women and men all over the world. I pray it would, Lord God, and, and guide us today. And Father, we make this prayer in Jesus' name through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. If you haven't seen the, uh, the message from Phoenix, it's a long message. You might have to watch it in a couple of parts if you haven't got time. But I pray that it would be a great blessing to you. Go to this address. Hey, see you tomorrow. And don't forget, wherever you are, God's never, ever far from you. Thank you.